This is the one-minute how-to. Item 244, how to buy a digital camera. Hello, everyone. This is George, your host. On this show, we've got Rick Whitaker, and he's going to explain to us how to buy a digital camera. Rick, can you set things up for us first? Good evening, George. It's nice to chat to you. I penned a small article about buying a digital camera for howtodothings.com. Many people have taken photographs at some time, and I've noticed now I rarely use a film camera. I don't remember putting a roll of film through in the last three years. Okay, Rick, if you're ready, then you've got 60 seconds. The numbers in pixel count seem to go up in a never-ending rise, but in fact anything over 4 or 5 megapixels provides quite decent quality. Many people find that they're now using the viewfinder in preference to the rear-mounted screen because this gives a degree of extra stability when holding the camera. And the LCD screens are notoriously difficult to see in bright sunlight. So beware and do test out the system you're, or the camera you're trying to buy. Your digital pictures eat up storage space and you may find you very quickly run out of computer hard disk. However, it's easy enough to swap older pictures out onto DVD or a separate offline hard drive. Most modern cameras still require a fair amount of current and anything smaller than AA cells is unlikely to be satisfactory for long-term use and cameras which require specific battery packs can lead you down an expensive road if you need to have more than one battery pack if you're going to be taking a lot of pictures. The stability issue is one of those things that I addressed a while back when I did my own how-to on how to hold a camera, and I think that oftentimes people just hold it way out in front and take the picture there, and that causes problems, but It's good to hear that people are starting to go away from the screen. There is a definite advantage to holding a camera against the face or forehead for stability. Although I suppose, again, a more recent innovation and becoming available in cheaper models is the automatic image stabilization software and mechanical devices that help to follow subject and camera movement to reduce movement effects on the final captured image. And I would imagine that that's something that's going to be very helpful. I've got a vibration reduction lens and that actually works incredibly well. So um, it'll be good when that software comes to be. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? I think that the average user can get a very effective digital capture from cameras costing anything from 50 UK pounds. That's what, about 100 US dollars. And they're very, very effective at capturing detail in good light and the lenses are perfectly adequate for normal use. I may well be writing a few more articles on howtodothings.com that might sort of back up this area of interest along with one or two of the other things I write on that site. And where would we find you on howtodothings.com? You'll find me on howtodothings.com under my name, Rick Whittaker. And my articles on how to buy a digital camera is under the electronics heading. And I'll go ahead and make sure that there's a direct link from the show notes to that. Thanks, George. Okay, Rick. Thanks a lot for being on. You're very welcome.